Tech in a Hood is my story, but then it's also the story of so many people that have been part of my uh, journey. I actually uh, started on the west side of uh, Chicago, and when I first came to America, that was my first gig at a non-for-profit called the Westside Health Authority. And I was hired as an assistant tech coordinator by Mr. Bashir Mohammed, and he's gonna be a guest on the show. You know, so definitely keep an eye out, you know, for Bashir's uh, interview. A friend reached out and said, why don't you share, you know, your story about, you know, you being working in technology, the work that you've been doing and so on. And, you know, there's not many black Muslim technologists, you know, that are out there that are vocal about what they do, that do storytelling, you know, that do podcasts. But initially, the goal was actually to do a documentary. So I went to Bashir and I said, hey, Bashir, uh, what's going on? How's the company that we built, you know, together uh, back on the West Side after working at the West Side Health Authority and Intelligence? And he said, man, it's been 20 years and we're one of the oldest Black-owned managed service provider companies and i was like all right so you want to take a shot at the doc the doc series i mean we're living in a world of uh netflix and he was like yeah absolutely let's do it so i went online man and i started looking at domains and found tech in the hood that was the sign because you know it's just two brothers you know working together uh, fixing the digital uh, divide. I've known Bashir for you know a long time. You know Bashir at the time um, was also sending me to do certain jobs at Citizen Leaders Home. So I was going to like people that I've never met before, strangers, and knocking on their door and asking them, "Hey, I have this thing that's called a web TV. Um, come in here to install it. Magically, it's going to turn your TV into a computer. You know." And magically, you're gonna have something that's called an email. And so it was really, really interesting because by doing that and doing it on you know, several blocks, it uh, connected folks and we created you know, a social network, a local area network, but, like, but a social network uh, nonetheless. Don't quote me on this, but I think it was Microsoft that came up with that technology. So if anyone's listening that's Gen Z and millennials, you know, yeah, just say, I'm old that's fine but then I put it on hold you know for a while at the time I was working for a non-for-profit that I created called the Muslim American uh, Leadership Alliance and I just couldn't do two major projects at the same time but I came up with the concept and the logo and all of that and I just you know held on to the domain after leaving Mala the Muslim American Leadership Alliance and sort of reinventing myself again and you know, getting back more in in tech, you know, even with Mala, Mala was built as a social enterprise, you know, so there was a lot of tech tools that we use, you know, so it was powered, you know, by tech. We did not develop tech, but it was powered by tech. And now I started a new company called Flex Tech AI. And most people look at that and say, oh, artificial intelligence, because guess what? Everyone's talking about chat gpt open ai you know bing is now gonna be powered by chat gpt or whatever you know and i plan on some point depending on my guests to go deeper into ai and you know so on but flex tech is 
applied intelligence, not artificial intelligence. And with applied intelligence, you're taking what you're getting from a chat GPT, right? And then cre uh, creating on top of that. So what you know, artificial intelligence and technology is supposed to do is help us you know, save time so we're not working 80 hours a week. We were not built to work 80 hours a week. So, and this whole premise that uh, machines and robots are gonna replace us. I mean, I've been saying that from since when? Since the 90s? Yeah, the last time I checked, there's more lawyers with laptops. So, yeah, I mean, and I, that's the kind of stuff that I want to talk about. And, and, and this is a Chicago, you know, podcast. You know, you hear a lot of, you know, New York, you know, podcasts. This is going to be a Chicago podcast because this has been my home for uh, almost, you know, 23 years. Uh, I came from Abu Dhabi. That's where I grew up. However, I was born in East Africa, left there because of war and uh, escaped genocide. Uh, the country my birth is called Somali land and it's also Africa's you know startup you know after the war happened and we split it off from Somalia we started uh, rebuilding and today we have so many uh, mega projects and uh, partnerships and my goal is to open up a flex AI office you know there and right now I'm working on building an academy you know and an edtech tool and that tool is going to be used in Chicago, but it's also going to be used by kids everywhere because it's a digital tool. We live in a digital, you know, world, right? So, and that's what I want to talk about on the on the podcast. But I don't want to remove the human, you know, element of uh, uh, you know tech because tech is supposed to serve us, not the other way you know, round. And I'm just going to give examples based on my ex experience. I'm going to give examples based on people that I've worked on projects with. I'm really big on hackathons. Even in this age, I go to, I attend, you know, hackathons because that's a cool way of meeting new uh, people, smart people, and then working on projects and problem solving consistently. And so, yeah, that's, uh, why I'm doing this. That's the origin of, you know, tech in the hood and, you know, people, are gonna read the title and make their assumptions and you know that's cool you know but give us a chance tune in listen you know hear out the people that I'm gonna have and there's gonna be a lot you know to learn from but also we want to learn from you you know so you being you know the listener you're gonna be an important part you know because everything is a feedback you know loop sharing your uh, sharing your experiences and you never know, you might get an opportunity to be on the show. So engage, you know, send send messages, you know, but please be nice because I don't know everything and I'm not ChatGPT. The name comes from a dear friend. I'm not going to call him out, but at the time I was pissed when they called me Flex. I was attempting to bodybuild, which I failed miserably. But there were tools that were purchased from certain infomercials, you know, from the United States, such as the AppFlex, all other flexes. Yeah, I didn't, I didn't follow through, so hence the name. Oh, there's Flex. 
and it's just stuck man and when I came here um, I didn't use it right away but later years I was like hey man let me uh, let me just add it you know to uh, to my name and now when people look me up you know they go oh I'm at Flex Omar you know so just owned it it's part of my uh, identity and you know people usually are expecting a bodybuilder to walk into the door so it's very funny you know to see that but is what it is but it's really great for me for SEO this podcast is for the young man that I recently met that's driving you know an uber that is going to college that is an you know an immigrant you know from uh, Ghana and he's looking at podcasts and like I wish I had you know someone who's of African heritage that I could listen to and for me that's who I'm you know targeting you know because representation is uh, important and for them you know if they're able to listen to someone that sounds like them looks like them it's different it just hits different and for that that is my you know audience is people that look like me that you know want to hear my story but also they want to hear stories of people that have been a part of my journey because there's always this myth about being self-made and you know that's not true you know not true the best the best uh, inventors the best artists are professionals at copy and paste they just put their signature on it right so I mean you look at even with technology right you go back um, to the 60s the 70s and you know all those old-school mainframe computers when I was in high school I didn't want to learn about that you know, but my teacher insisted because if you know the roots then you know what to build for the future and I also got to give a shout out to my father because when he bought my uh, computer, he told me that if I break it, I'm going to be the one fixing it. So that was a very, very, you know, strong motivator, you know. So, yeah, that immigrant kid, the kid um, that lives on the south side, the kid that lives on the west side, you know, and I go to Chicago public schools and I'm, you know, and there's and what I love about Chicago is there's a strong emphasis on teaching kids about, you know, technology. In fact, I was at the event at Lane Tech when Apple CEO Tim Cook introduced the new Apple for education. Guess what? It was the first time they did an Apple drop, an Apple event outside of where? Let's just say the Bay Area. But they chose Chicago for a reason. And that's who the podcast is for. I'm here to inspire, right? But I also believe that you know technology is used in Chicago South Side and the West Side but when people look at tech they look at you know software engineers you know but what about all the tools that are used to make music right DMX where does that name come from right it's the drumming you know technology you know tool that he used 
you know and there's so many kids that are making music on those different you know uh, tools and using you know their laptops you know to build music and also you know creating constantly but are they thinking about you know the IP you know that they have how are they protecting it how to using it you know but and then you go somewhere else in the world and you go to Paris and you go to Tokyo you know Japan and you see that IP that was created in a street in Chicago, the south and west side, you know, vibing with a kid, you know, internationally. Now you can see it because you have YouTube. But when I when I got there, when I came to the west side, you know, the kids couldn't, you know, see that, you know. So they got really interested in technology because they saw the opportunities. There are so many stories of black innovators in you know technology actually one of the inventors of the IBM PC you know is an African American gentleman I don't have his name on top but but I'm going to make sure that we post the picture of him on our Instagram you know to you know honor him and there's so many so many you know more you know folks that came out of uh, Chicago that are African-American you know that you know the founder of Mortal Kombat the game I mean I can share that experience playing Mortal Kombat internationally but how many people know that there was an African-American gentleman who built you know the game and even the and most people don't even know that the game even came from Chicago they didn't even know Midway games you know existed in Chicago so there's just so many things about Chicago in Chicago people that I want to talk about but I'm taking it back you know to the streets because that's where I started that's where we built the technology and I also I am tired of the bad rep that Chicago gets there's so many things that we've done you know for the world first mobile call was made out of Chicago why because Motorola is here invented cell phone you know Netscape, Matrix, I mean, you name it. There's just so many Chicago stories that I plan, you know, to tell and, you know, and how minorities, you know, play, play the role. And I'm really big on storytelling. I'm really big on, you know, celebrating, you know, people. And I want the kids in Chicago, specifically the ones that I, you know, mentor, to see the value that's all around them that's that's create that's created you know here so they can tap into it and then I'll help them find the right mentors and uh, but if you don't have these stories you're not gonna have the ability to dream and to turn those dreams into a vision and then start you know work uh, working on it you know and I hope that's what the podcast does the guests that I'm going to have on the show are going to be a mix, right? Um, some are going to have like traditional tech backgrounds where they got certified and, you know, so many Microsoft certificates or so many Google certificates in order to start working in technology or folks who had a different path and studied philosophy or anthropology or sociology and then got into tech you know, or studied English and got into tech, you know. 
and there's just so many people that work at a tech company that are not necessarily software you know engineers there are people that work in the legal department there are people that work in you know policy there's accountants that work in you know tech companies matter of fact um, when I mentor uh, students at Loyola University um, we're really known for our accounting uh, program I ask uh, the students if they've ever heard of fintech and the majority have not but it's just financial technology what is that PayPal cash all these companies that recently came up Zelle right you start thinking about the companies that you apply for differently you start expanding your pool of opportunities you know when you know the landscape Honestly, what I want people to learn from the show is just that you should also share your story, you know, and not to be afraid to own your own uh, narrative because now we live in a digital world and if you don't have your narrative out there written by you, who's going to be the author? Somebody else. You know, so it's really, it's really important. And I, I tell that also to the students that I mentor. You know, look, if you don't have anything online, if you don't write, if you don't post, social media posting does not count. You know, if you if if you write an essay, if you write you know, something like use Medium, you know, uh, different tools. I mean, even on LinkedIn, if you write something on on, on LinkedIn, people are always going to look you up first and see your digital you know footprint what are they gonna you know find so i want to inspire people to tell their own uh, story at the end of the day it's a tool and we need to utilize it and optimize it for good you know for me working on the west side you know for that long i've only seen good and west side health authority has done so many incredible you know things and where the non-for-profit is uh, right now and where it's taking you know the community i'm proud of that but i want people to learn about that and be inspired by that and people that live in that neighborhood too to be you know and i want to celebrate them i also want to uh, thank them you know for adapting a kid who's a refugee who didn't have you know anyone so they were my uh First family and first home. Tell me how this episode or the message that we're delivering relates, you know, uh, to you. You know, feel free to get, you know, uh, personal. You know, but again, be nice. You know, it's I have a really simple rule: no assholes allowed. This is really simple. You know, so everyone, you know needs to be you know nice and kinder you know to each other and that's what i want out of the show well i'm really 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 <laughs> excited about launching uh the podcast but also i want to give a shout out you know to all the people behind the scenes that helped me uh put this uh together too many to name but obviously sean abdul Brittany abdul um, Andrew McDonald, you know, Tom, our producer, 
right? And so for me, you know, it takes a village, you know, to do this, you know, type of work. And this is gonna be quality, you know, production. You know, might even knock out Joe Rogan. Kidding, Joe. Kidding. I'm kidding, Joe. But that being, you know, said, I'm excited for you guys to listen to the first episode. You know, the gentleman that's. I'm going to be interviewing is a living legend and a lot of you are going to go and look up his Instagram, his social media and you're going to be wowed. But there is a personal story behind each individual that I'm interviewing and that's what really uh, matters uh, to me. And just like everyone is learning um, on the show, I'm also learning and I'm also going to learn new things of, about people that I've been close with uh, for a considerable you know amount of time so tune in and you know definitely engage you know because I won't know if I'm doing the right thing and I'm not a narcissist so just let me know how you guys feel hearts likes and I think you don't have any other option tune in <laughs>